Chapter 12, verse 29. Perek Yud Beis, Pasuk Chavtes. The Torah tells us, after Shemos of after the first 12 chapters of the book of Exodus, the exile, the servitude, the slavery, the suffering, the anachas, the sighs, the yearnings, the tza'akas, the screaming, after nine plagues and an unrepentant pharaonic character, the Torah has us in verse 29. And it was in the middle of the night. It was in the middle of the night, midnight. And God struck down each of the firstborn children in all of Egypt. There wasn't one family that didn't experience this, whether you were Pharaoh who sits on the throne, to the captive who was in the dungeon and all the firstborn of the cattle, firstborns everywhere. Vayakam Paro Laila and Paro awoke, arose in the, in the night, Laila. And there was a great cry, a loud cry. It could be heard in Egypt, for there was no house where there was no one, there wasn't someone dead. And Moshe is called, Moses and Aaron are both called Laila, evening. Pharaoh says, get up and go. Take your nation, take all of the children of Israel, and go and serve your God as you have spoken. Everything I said before, you couldn't take, take it all. Take your flocks, your herds, and be gone. And may you bring a blessing upon me. Rabbi Larry Hoffman, in this week's Jewish Week, writes beautifully that there is something magical about midnight. Any child who has ever read Cinderella can tell you the witching hour when imagination fails, when radiance turns into pumpkins, when dreams die fast. He quotes Edgar Allan Poe's resonance of despair in his poem, The Raven. The tale of a man who's yearning for his lost love, Lenore, is dashed by a ghastly grim, an ancient raven who inserts his way into his home once upon a midnight dreary with the one-word prophecy, nevermore. Never mind this life, there's also no life after death, no heavenly bliss where two lovers may someday find one another again. Is there no bomb in Gilad, quoting Jeremiah, no hope whatsoever, and the poem, the raven's answer, comes unhesitatingly, nevermore. This midnight message of Poe chills us to the bone. All of us have awakened in the dark of night, thinking that the nightmares that disturb our sleep are real, that nevermore will we find hope, nevermore will we find health and joy, nevermore will we find love, 
A new day will never dawn. This morning's reading, what I've just read for you, is of course a very troubling, maybe perhaps a terrible piece of the entire Exodus narrative. Maybe one of the more difficult pieces of the entire Torah. We could, of course, read this as many have read Megillat Esther, a genre of revenge fantasy, kind of in the theme more contemporaneously um, of Inglorious Bastards, perhaps, or Django, Unchained. There is, of course, for victims and those who are powerless, a tremendous power that comes with literature that expresses power. A hope that one day they could do those things. And if we were to read this morning's story that way, that would also be fine. But the mystics have a different way of reading this morning. If you'll notice in the three first verses of the first reading, the word that appears three times, one in each pasuk is, anybody notice? Laila. Vahi b'chatsiya Laila, vayakam paro Laila, vayikra l'moshev aron Laila. The word chatsi, chetz, chatzot, means to split. Chatsiya Laila is the splitting of the night. To cut the night in half, the mystics say, is in some deeper way a call to wake up. Pharaoh is that part of us, says the Zohar and the Kisviari and others. Pharaoh is that part of us that refuses to wake from the illusion and the dream of our egoic power. And comes Moshe Rabbeinu in the middle of the night, over and over again in the middle of the night. And in this week's reading, God comes, to cut the night, to cut Pharaoh's egoic certainty in some very deep way to split the night of illusion. This is the ultimate wake-up call, the final karmic nail in the coffin of the egoic insistence on being right and rigid. Win at all costs, I'm not changing no matter what you do. Pharaoh will not release his grip until the stakes are too high to keep playing. In short, even tyrants are moved by the plight of innocent children, well, at least their own. Nighttime is a time not for the despair, but for the confrontation with that which stands in the way of our waking up. Those forces and energies that will not allow us to live in the light must be shed. When midnight arrives, each of us must split the night. So this first aliyah is a group aliyah in which I will call forward. It is your aliyah for all of those who are letting go, who are praying to feel the power of no other option, of wanting to release the habit that holds you back or the story that traps you, leaving no room for newness or for any new space to emerge. This aliyah is an aliyah about Laila, about night, and about splitting that night. If that speaks to you this morning, I invite you to come stand with Torah.